We're going to get started. Uh, there's a lot of ground to cover tonight. Um, last week I mentioned that we have a guest speaker, and we do. Uh, but before uh, our awesome guest speaker comes up, uh, I just want to let you guys know, for those of you who have not been here, uh, or this is your first time, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you with us. Uh, for those of you who have been here off and on, uh, we are in a series right now. We're currently in the third week. This is the third week of our series. Uh, and the title of our series is Clarity, uh, the Holy Spirit, and You. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. We're talking about uh, just really who He is, um, what His uh, operations are, uh, what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is in the church. Uh, and so we're going to spend... Uh, a few more weeks after this, talking about that as well. Uh, but the very first week, two weeks ago, Aaron, if you can advance the slide just real quick, uh, our sermon was titled <laughs> Forgotten Power, uh, and we just really talked about the Holy Spirit uh, and the church within the last few centuries of Christianity, and how there's been a shift uh, in mainstream uh, Protestantism and, and evangelicalism that has really kind of shifted away from the Holy Spirit in the way that the Holy Spirit was in the New Testament of the church. And then something happened about 100 years ago um, where uh, some focus really kind of got put back on the Holy Spirit. Uh, and that has caused some confusion. Uh, it has caused some, uh, some instances of, of just craziness. Um, and so we're really kind of going through scripture uh, by scripture, verse by verse, really on who the Holy Spirit is. Because there needs to be some clarity because there's some cloudiness. Uh, and so then last week, Aaron, you can advance the next slide. Uh, the title of the sermon was I Believe I Can Fly. And we were really just talking about the Holy Spirit and how we need uh, the Holy Spirit's power uh, to do things uh, in our life. And so we're going to hear more about that in, in depth uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, but tonight uh, we have a guest speaker. Uh, he's not a guest to this group. Uh, he's even not a guest to the stage, but he is a guest to the pulpit. Uh, I've had the opportunity uh, to get to know Bo Clark over the uh, last few months, really. Uh, I, I'd say actually the last year. Uh, we've gotten to know each other, working hand-in-hand, hand, uh, helping lead this group. And so Bo uh, felt like he had a message from the Lord uh, to share with you guys uh, on the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so shared it with me, said, hey, let's do this thing. And, uh, and so Bo's going to come talk to us tonight uh, about the Holy Spirit. So can we just give, I know you guys never make noise, you never make noise, uh, but please let's make some noise today as we welcome our brother Bo to the pulpit. Kill him, Bo. Alright, I'd like to start off. Uh, Aaron, if you could go to the next slide, my uh, term, my uh, title of my sermon is How to Change the Oil of the 1988 Cycle, if you can now go to the next slide. Guys, tonight what we're going to be talking about is just, it's kind of like the Holy Spirit in you. You know, I hear it a lot said it's, we all, it should be God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's actually kind of in the church, God the Father, God the Son, and where's the Holy Spirit? So, what we're going to talk about tonight is what do you believe concerning the Holy Spirit? And Aaron, if you can go to the next slide. I feel like this is a this is a great interpretation. It was done in 1583, and it still stands today. First, that the Spirit with the Father and the Son is the eternal God. And second, that the Spirit is given also to me, so that through true faith He makes me share in Christ, and all of His ben- benefits comfort me, and He will remain with me forever. God, it's just, um, let's pray, guys. God, um, tonight, just give us the wisdom as a group to discern what the Scriptures say 
God, that, that you would fill me and give me words not of myself, God, that they would be all from you. Give me the wisdom of Solomon to, to share with this group um, what you have to say in your holy scriptures. In your son's name, amen. amen. All right. We're going to go to the next slide. So tonight we're going to just we're going to go through some scriptures, just see what the scripture says. We're going to break it down. We're just going to, you know, we're just going to hear what God has to say. So Matthew 12, 31 through 33. And so I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Either in this age or the age to come. Because make a tree good and its fruit will be good, or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad, for each tree is recognized by its fruit. Guys, what Jesus did up on the cross, it's already been done. Your sins are forgiven through that, guys. But the Holy Spirit is living inside you. Right. He's, he is right hand with Jesus. He, it's the miracle of the Holy Spirit that allows Christ to enter into your heart. That's right. Jesus has already accomplished what he's accomplished on the cross. That's done. It is finished. He said so himself. But you can't sin against the Holy Spirit because it's living within you. It's present. It's everlasting. Next Luke 25, 45-49. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance is forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning in Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but say in the city until you've been clothed with power from on high. Guys, the Holy Spirit comes and fills you. Fills you from on high. Jesus died on a cross. And God the Father sent down his power through the Holy Spirit to reclaim us through Christ. Christ will suffer. He's risen through God the Father and through the Holy Spirit. You can't have one without the other. That's right. This isn't God the Father, God the Son, and somewhere over there the Holy Spirit. It's God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Don't get it wrong. Right. Don't get it wrong. What is it? God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What is it not? God the Father, God the Son, and somewhere over there. What is it? God, God the, the Father, Father, God, God the, the Son, God, God the Holy Spirit. Spirit. I'll see you next Tuesday. No, yeah. next slide. <laughs> John 3, 6, 8. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. Yeah. You should not be surprised at me saying, you must be born again. The wind blows where it pleases. You hear its sound, but cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. It's said in the scripture, and we're, we're going to get there, but that it takes the miracle of the Holy Spirit to get Jesus into your life. You could have gone to church for hundreds of Sundays, years, months, weeks, but until the Holy Spirit works its miracle through you, right. you won't know. You won't be able to be complete through Christ. It is the Holy Spirit that works in you to give you Christ. Right. This is what we need to know as a church as we're going to defend our faith as we go out. So the Holy Spirit is working through us. It isn't just kind of there once and gone. It's with yeah. you at all times. That's right. That's right. And he is the God the Father. He is God the Son. He's with you at all times. The triune full, uh, you know, our, our 
Trinity is within us at all times. Guys, that's, that's powerful. You have the power of God literally in you. That's right. You are capable of the miracles of Jesus Christ. That's right. Because you have the strength of him in you. That's right. Don't ever think that you're weak in Christ. You are at all times triumphal. Yeah. It's good. It's like Romans 8, 2 through 6. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. <coughs> For what the law was powerless to do in that, it was weakened by the sinful nature. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in a sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us. who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the sinful nature have had their minds set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. Right. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. Come on. Guys, if you denounce the spirit, if you denounce the Holy Spirit of God, it's death. This isn't playtime. The Holy Spirit is not someone you mess with. God is not someone to turn your back on. Right. God will condemn you if you do not give in to his spirit, his body, his blood. Guys, God is everything. Yeah. That's good. Next slide. Here. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 18. So from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view. As though we were once regarded Christ in the same way, we do not so longer. Guys, Christ is above you. Don't ever think it's 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 uh, like what President Kennedy says. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what your country can or what you can do for your country. Right. That is, Jesus doesn't owe you anything. He gave it all. <laughs> the, the the idea that the prosperity gospel is something that we should follow is, is so bogus. If you need to get wealth from Jesus, then what was the cross for? Right. There's millions of kids living on the streets who don't know where their next meal is coming. And a lot of them aren't ever going to see that next meal. What car you drive, what house you live in, where you go to school, how you make your money, unless it's by illegal forces or, you know, <laughs> U.S. or your local laws, um, please do not break them for income. You will end up in jail. Anyways. <laughs> can't sit there and say, woe is me that I didn't get that new that new car and I had to get this crappier used one. God gave you everything already that you need. Go out and use what he gave you already. Next slide. Going quick here. First John chapter two, nineteen through twenty seven. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. 
Guys, if it's not in the Bible, it's wrong. That's right. If it doesn't come from Scripture and you can't back up what you're doing with Scripture, you are doing wrong. That's right. Be in the Word daily. Yep. Because if you are not in the Word, then you are falling away. And if you are falling away, you're going back to this world, and this world has nothing for you. That's right. That's right. That's good. Who is the liar? Is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ? Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. And no one who denies the Father has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. See that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. The Holy Spirit remains in you from the beginning. If it does, you shall also remain in the Son and the Father. And this is what he promised us, even eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches... You about all things, and just that anointing is real, not counterfeit. Just as it is taught you, remain in him. Good. If you remain in Christ, you will be saved. You will bring others to Christ. There will be blessings given to you because you are a faithful servant of Jesus Christ, not a fair-weather fan. Yeah. Don't be a fair-weather friend. Don't be there when times are good. Be in Christ when times are the worst. Yeah, that's good. That's Remain right. in him. Stay strong in him. He won't leave you. You will leave him. Stay with him. That's good. That's good. Acts 2, chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. And when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house of their city. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to the rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. Guys, in the old, in, in the, the New Testament church, they spoke in tongues. But what I want you to know about this is that if you don't speak in tongues... It does not mean that you aren't baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's good. That's right. We're going to get there a little bit later in the next one or two verses. Uh, but, um, guys, the Holy Spirit doesn't have to work through tongues. That's right. He can work through any way. The Holy Spirit is everything that is inside of you, not just your tongue. It's good. It's lucky. All right. So I know I really went really short here because, you know, what are we here talking about? We're talking about clarity. We're talking about being clear in our faith where we stand. And I really, I wanted to go short tonight so that we can have time of fellowship because this, this right here, 1 Corinthians 13, no matter what about the Holy Spirit, whether it's you believe in tongues or, or wherever you stand theologically in your beliefs, guys, it doesn't matter unless we have love. That's right. If I speak in the tongues of men and of, and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind, and love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way, and it is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. 
Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. Endures all things, and love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. And as for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. <coughs> but we know in part, and we prophesy in part, that when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child, and I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but that face to face, now I know in part that I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These love, but the greatest of these is love. I'm going to have Corey. I just, I'm going to have him pray for us, guys. And I just want all of you, if you haven't felt like you received the power of the Holy Spirit, ask for it tonight. Yeah. People around you love you and support you. Because we want to be a church like this, right. where there's love. Right. Where it doesn't matter what you believe is as long as at the end of the day you know that Jesus Christ is Lord and you have love. Good. So I'm going to let Cord pray. He's a wonderful, wonderful prayer, a person of prayer, a man of prayer. Um, Cord, just lead us in. Father God, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for having your presence filling this place, God. Thank you for this time that we've had to come together and learn more about your word and your Holy Spirit that you've sent to us, God. I just pray that you will bless this time of fellowship that we'll have coming up, that you would just inhabit this place, Lord. Bless the time that we have to be together, and bless us as we go out from here to whatever the rest of our evening holds and what the rest of our week holds, God. Thank you for the time that we've had to come together, and in the name of Jesus, amen. Awesome, guys. Let's give Bo a hand. Guys, we're going to... In, in the weeks to come, we're going to hear a lot more uh, about what Bo has been talking about. Uh, there's there's some really uh, awesome truths uh, in these verses, and, and Bo did a very great job uh, articulating uh, what each one of these verses mean to us. Uh, today, uh, what I want to encourage you guys with is, I know it's finals week, uh, but no, uh, we're not ending early because we want to send you home to get finals. Uh, Bo and I, as, as, as we were talking before service and as he was going over uh, his sermon with me, he made it very clear that he wants us to fellowship uh, because uh, we can so awesome, uh, often kind of just go through the motions. You guys know what I mean when I say go through the motions, right? Uh, and on Tuesday nights, our typical motion is come, worship for about a half hour, listen to me talk for about an hour. Half of you fall asleep. Uh, and no, I'm just joking. You guys don't fall asleep. But uh, I do preach for an hour. Uh, yeah, and then we kind of just like are in a really big hurry to get out of here. Some of us go out. Some of us don't. And it kind of just stops there. And we want to be, like Bo said, we want to be a church that operates in love. Yeah, we disagree on some things. Hey, that's all good. But at the end of the day, Jesus Christ is Lord. It's Christ in him crucified. So uh, uh, with that being said, uh, I want to just invite you guys fellowship. We're going to turn on uh, some music, and I just want you guys to, to, to just talk with people. Uh, we're not we're not forcing fellowship, but uh, get to know someone new. Uh, in the last few weeks, we've had some new people join us, uh, and and so there's great opportunities just to meet people uh, and just to really worship Christ together. Sound like a plan? Awesome, awesome. Uh, with that being said, guys, we have just a few uh, quick announcements.